Get Together by the Youngbloods. So I've been thinking lately, you know, besides the whole political situation in our country today, with the passage of the COVID bill, uh, the stimulus bill, and what it provides for people around the country, it really got me thinking about where is our humanity in all of this? What are people thinking about each other? Here was a bill that actually was going to help a large majority of people in this country and to the exclusion of the top 1%. And I thought, that's a great thing. It's good that we're finally doing something for the everyday person rather than just pad the pockets of the most wealthy. To me, it showed a sense of humanity. Even though I was disappointed that they didn't include the $15 minimum wage with it, at least there was provisions within the bill that supported children, that supported families, that supported those that were unemployed, and looked at health care and provided COBRA relief for people that lost their insurance. And yet, when this bill was being debated in both the Congress and the Senate, the Republicans all voted against it. And I began to think, why is that? This is a bill that was supportive of majority of the people in this country, and yet they were against it. How do they justify that for themselves? Where's their sense of humanity? Don't they realize by helping others, you're really helping yourself at the same time? The money that's going to be received by people. It's not going to be a situation where they're just going to sit on that money and hoard it away underneath their mattress or anything. It's going to be fed right back into the economy. They're going to use that money to be able to provide for their families, which only is going to help the economy grow. And by helping the economy grow, it helps us all in the long run and the short run. But there are those that will continue to throw all their support behind the top 1% and anything that will benefit the majority of people. They'll find some reason why it's bad for the country. Uh, They've also, by the way, solved the financial problems of San Francisco. They've also prevented state governments from lowering taxes. This is a classic example of big government democratic overreach in the name of COVID relief. And we all know that what we should have been doing and would have been done had this been a bipartisan discussion instead of a jam the other side approach is five or six hundred billion dollars directly targeted at the problem. But of course, the $1.9 trillion problem, as we said repeatedly, the $1.9 trillion package, as we said repeatedly, only had about 1% or less for vaccines, 9% or less for health care. So I think this is actually one of the worst pieces of legislation I've seen pass here in the time I've been in the Senate. Uh, we believe that the American people need to learn more and more about it. It's, uh, and we're going to see that they do that in the coming months as we talk repeatedly 
about the provisions in the bill that the Democrats do not want to discuss. But leave it to Mitch to always find some way to put down anything that supports the majority of people in this country. So once again, Mitch gets on his high horse and tries to look at anything that supports the everyday person as some kind of unscrupulous activity, yet will always come to the defense of the top 1%. And if we want to look at ourselves and our own situations in the mirror, let's look at your own wife. As Secretary of Transportation, what did she do? Well, a recent Inspector General concluded that she repeatedly used her office staff to help family members who run a shipping business with extensive ties to China. Let's talk about that, Mitch. Let's talk about how unscrupulous that is. But of course, Mitch wasn't the only one that jumped on board to complete about this COVID relief package. A lot to do out there. And let me just uh, sort of pick up where the leader uh, stopped, and that is to say that the $1.9 trillion bill that the president will soon sign uh, is something that is dramatically larger by several dimensions than it needed to be. We could have done a targeted bill. We could have done a fiscally responsible bill. Instead, we did a bill that bails out blue states, $27 billion, American people's tax dollars, to the state of California, which last year ran a surplus. Uh, checks, checks to illegals and inmates. Um, a lot of the folks that are going to benefit of this, of this, uh, all this money are going to be people who um, actually, whether you're in prison or whether you're illegal, I think most hardworking Americans would think that that's probably not a good idea to be writing checks to, to people who aren't here legally. Oh, the good old conservative talking points. But let's look at the facts. States that voted for Trump in November are due to get a larger amount of education and child care aid per resident than those that backbited. And that was reported from two congressional committees reported that. And residents of Republican-leaning states that tend to have lower household incomes are likely to get larger stimulus checks and tax breaks as well. Much of the aid is targeted at lower-income Americans who have suffered disproportionately during the coronavirus. That helps low-wage from Republican-leaning states, including Louisiana and Mississippi, more than those with higher-income Democratic-leaning states like Maryland and New Jersey. But this won't stop them from spreading their lies, thinking that people will not investigate and look into things to find out whether they're true or not. And we have a perfect example of that in one of our old trusted friends, Ted Cruz. This amendment just like the one we just voted on that Senator Cassidy and I introduced, this amendment before us today provides that the stimulus check should not go to illegal aliens in this country. The question for the American people to answer is, should your money, should taxpayer money, be sent $1,400 to every illegal alien in America? This amendment provides that it should not. I'm sorry, but this man is disgusting. I can't believe the things that come out of his mouth and people that still support him. This man could care less about the majority of people in this country. He's one of the Republicans that try to emphasize that the Republican Party is the working class family party. In reality, if you really were 
in support of working class families, then why didn't you not support a bill that actually could help these families more so than the tax break that was given to the top 1% a few years back. But as usual, Republicans like to throw the fear factor into any equation. We heard that over 370,000 new jobs were added back into the economy. The things I hear about at home in Wyoming is, is in terms of across the nation, what about President Biden's promise to open all the classrooms by the end of the school year? Well, that's a promise that President Biden will never be able to keep. At the same time that the classrooms are closed across the country, the southern border is wide open. Take a look at the news stories that are coming out. It's obvious that in terms of unaccompanied minors, the beds are filled to capacity. In terms of adults coming into the country, many of them are infected currently with coronavirus. They're still allowed to be released into the United States. They're being tested, tested positive. And then they get on a bus and carry that disease straight into the heartland of America. This has to stop. Once again, when all else fails, you can always bring the fear of the caravan coming across the border to take over America and destroy it. But when you're asked a question about how this stimulus package or relief package may help your own state, listen how Mitch avoids answering the question. I know that uh, no Senate Republican, as you all have made clear, support the American Rescue Plan. You've talked a lot about New York and California. But I'm wondering if you all have a sense of how it's impacting your respective states. So how much money, for instance, is going to Kentucky, and if the same protocol exists to help constituents in accessing those services from the rescue plan in your state, even though you personally don't support the legislation? Well, the governor of Kentucky pointed out that we didn't have a, a budget crisis. Uh, he predicted one. It didn't occur. And so the whole point we're trying to make here is this is wildly more expensive than the situation we find ourselves in now. Look back a year. CARES Act was roughly $2 trillion. That was the heart of the pandemic. We had just shut down the economy. We were sending people home. And here we are a year later, the Democrats acting as if nothing has changed. And all the signs are that we're on the way out of this. And this is vastly more expensive than First off, Mitch, you really don't answer the question. You avoid it and try to divert the attention to elsewhere. And secondly, if you're going to complain about how expensive things are, let's talk about the tax break that you pushed a few years back for the top 1%. And if you want to talk about deficit, look at the deficit that that created. So to go on and continue to push for things in favor of the top 1% and anything that benefits the majority of people in this country you oppose says a lot about your lack of humanity which brings me back to my whole point where's the humanity in all this where's the compassion for others think about it if we made life better for everybody in this country where they didn't have to worry about providing health care for their families or putting food on their table or a roof over their head how much better off we would be as a country and as a society but this lack of humanity that goes on this heartlessness 
that continues to be perpetuated by a certain sector of this country. It's really a sad situation. Don't people realize that every child that you provide support for, that they don't have to worry about where their next meal is going to come from or receiving a proper education in a safe environment or family being able to live in the secure notion that they're not going to have to worry about whether they pay the rent or provide food or medicine for the families. How much better of a society as a whole we would be. But this lack of humanity continues in this country, and it's a sad situation. And I hope with the passage of this and pulling children out of poverty, where it's estimated that half the children in this country will be pulled out of poverty due to this bill, that maybe this will be an awakening for people. With people getting vaccinated now at an incredible pace, which is great news to hear, and the stimulus package going into place, maybe, just maybe, we can rescue our sense of humanity, that we can truly show that we care about each other. And by caring about each other, we make not only others' life better, but make our own lives better. The reality is we're all in this together. And the more that we can help those that need the help, the better off we are in the long run. So I'm hopeful that through this situation that we've been through, not only the past year, but the past four years, that we begin to turn the corner and we begin to look at how we can help each other. And as I say, return our sense of humanity to this world, to this country. When I see that when they did the polling and at least 70% of people in this country support this bill, that it leaves me with hope that maybe, just maybe, as this bill is rolled out and people see the benefit of it, that we begin to change our attitudes towards one another. We can only hope.
nothing you can see that isn't shown There's no way you can be that isn't where you're meant to be Love is all you need. 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 Love